you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Today's story is Ditches of Water. For many years, Moab was controlled by Israel and paid them high taxes. When Ahab died, the king of Moab refused to pay Israel any more taxes. Ahab's son, King Joram, organized his army and prepared to march against Moab. He sent a message to Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. Please join me in our campaign against the king of Moab. He has rebelled against me. Jehoshaphat agreed, and the two armies marched south of the Dead Sea and into Edom. The Edomite army joined them. So all three continued their march toward Moab. Soon they realized there wasn't enough water in the desert for all the men and animals. Joram said, I think the Lord has led us here so we could be captured by the Moabites. Jehoshaphat said, Do we have a prophet of God with us? One of the officers said, Yes, Elisha is here. The three kings went to him. When he saw Joram, he said, Why are you coming to me? Why don't you talk to one of your idols? Joram said, Please, I think the Lord your God has led us here so we would be captured by the Moabites. Elisha said, If it was just you... I wouldn't give you the time of day, but I have great respect for King Jehoshaphat, so send someone with a harp. As the harp played, the Lord gave Elisha a message for Joram. Dig ditches in this dry riverbed. You won't see a storm, but this riverbed will fill up with plenty of water. There will be enough for you and your animals. This is an easy thing for the Lord to do. He will also help you defeat the Moabite army, and you'll be able to capture their cities. The next morning, the water suddenly started flowing so much that it had flooded the land. The Moabite army got up early and looked in the direction of the three kings. The sun was shining on the water and made it look red. They shouted, Look at all that blood! The armies of the three kings have turned and killed one another. Come, let's go collect the spoils from their camps. When they got to Israel's camp, the Israelite army attacked them. They chased them back into Moab and started taking city after city. Finally, there was one left that hadn't been defeated. Israel surrounded it. The king of Moab tried to escape by taking 700 of his key soldiers and breaking through the front lines. The plan failed, so he grabbed his oldest son and sacrificed him as an offering on the city wall. The sight of this was so horrible that the Moabite soldiers went into a frenzy of rage. Seeing this, the three armies withdrew and went home. Then he took his eldest son, who would have reigned in his place, and offered him as a burnt offering upon the wall. And there was great indignation against Israel. So they departed from him and returned to their own land. This is the verse that is mentioned in the story at the end of the story. Matthew Henry said, He took his own son, his eldest son, that was to succeed him, then whom nothing could be more dear to himself and his people, and offered him for a burnt offering upon the wall. 2 Kings 3.27, which we just read. 
He designed by this one to obtain the favor of Chemosh, his god, which, being a devil, delighted in blood and murder and the destruction of mankind. Well, skeptics often say, what sort of father would kill his own son? And yet, that's what God did to Jesus. Well, this is very different. Although Jesus is called the Son of God and the Father refers to him as his son, there is far more to this than meets the unregenerate eye. The Bible tells us that God was in Christ, reconciling himself to the world. See 2 Corinthians 5.19. God was manifest in human form. He created a body and filled that body as a hand fills a glove. See 1 Timothy 3.16. So it was not a matter of an aloof God punishing an innocent person for the sin of the world, but rather he took the sin of the world upon himself in Christ. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.